Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give me the update. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. Dirt. We want the dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Did you want to tell me something? John Mayer was seen chatting up Kourtney Kardashian at the GQ's Men of the Year party on Thursday. Uh, and he seemed very into her. An eyewitness says uh, he was heard telling Kourtney Kardashian that crossing paths was sweet serendipity and they should meet up again soon. <laughs> An insider confirms that he is crushing hard on her. But unfortunately for him, um, he isn't her type at all. She's made that clear. John Mayer is not Kourtney Kardashian's type at all. At all. Oh, okay, so oh. bye. Wow. I don't know. Mom, I don't know. That serendipity girl. line sounds like a new song. Sweet serendipity. Yes. Okay. Serendipity. Sweet serendipity. All right. Chris Pratt is getting even closer to his girlfriend's family. He was spotted courtside at the LA Clippers game on a Tuesday with Catherine Schwarzenegger's younger brother, Patrick, who was famously linked to Miley Cyrus for a while uh, before she got to, well, in between when she broke up with Liam Hemsworth and she dated Patrick Schwarzenegger. So, Chris Pratt getting real cozy. Um, he had great floor seats with him at Staples Center. So close you could smell the action. He captioned a picture Whoa. of a player's oh, wow. butt. Wow. Okay. That is close. Well, that's very close, girl. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Very, very close. Yeah. I wonder if he's funny on social media. That sounds funny. Yeah. Just take a picture of athletes' butts and tell you it smells. You can smell it. Smell the action. Yeah. Smell uh, the action. <laughs> Cardi B and Offset seemed uh, po- poised to remain a real power couple, but they suddenly split earlier, earlier this month. You know, she was very open about that with her fans on Instagram. Well, these some of these idiots out there, like 50 Cent is one of them. Q-Tip, another rapper, um, posted, uh, she posted a picture of herself in a pretty dress. 50 Cent replied, that's a cute outfit, but you got to go home. That boy love you, girl. So Offset has been whining on social media. I miss Cardi B. Yeah. Um, And so these other rappers are coming to his defense saying, Cardi B, take him back. And a lot of women are out there going, shut up, it's not your business. And he's been spreading his seed around everywhere. So <laughs> Wandering wiener. They called, him, they called him Community D Offset. <gasps> oh. Oh. <laughs> so, oh. Uh, <laughs> if you have a Community D, that is not, uh, that is an uh, insult, guys. No. That's not a compliment. Okay. No, no, it is not. All right. On TV tonight, we have Thursday Night Football, the Chiefs and the uh, Chargers. We also have the Sports Illustrated Sports Person of the Year Award Show. Um, and then we have, let's see, oh, J-Lo is going to guest star on Watch What Happens Live on Bravo. Oh, cool. and that, look at that. Yeah. And that's Latest Dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. That's a lot of dirt. Dirt Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. I gotta go. I'll be back in an hour. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. 
Everything Entertainment. Six oh five. John Legend bringing us back. That is the Christmas song. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk one seven one. Everything Entertainment. Everything Tan Mom. Quite frankly, I don't give a damn. Okay, Tan Mom, I get it. I get it. Doctor Phil, uh, anything you want to say to Alexis this morning? You're ugly. Oh, Doctor Phil. So rude. Craphead. Oh. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Wonder if that was to you or me, Don, or Lex. Uh, it's not me. I don't know. Not you. Yeah, Don. <laughs> he, he likes you, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to our second hour. We're so glad you're here. Please grab another cup of coffee. Uh, I'm standing here, a buck naked, except for my apron and oh. my kiss the cook apron. Oh yeah. And I'm holding a hot pan of hot dish. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, today it is chicken sausage, scrambled eggs, and extra crispy hash brown hot dish Whoa. with a little bit of uh, yeah, it's a, a, a chorizo. Oh. It's a little bit of chorizo chicken sausage. Mm, mm-hmm. It's a little spicy, a spicy meatball, a spicy hot dish. Let's dig into it's it. It's really a hot dish. Oh hot dish. my god! It's a good thing I brought my leather oven mitts. Oh, you betcha! Yeah. Maybe I sprinkle some crushed potato chips on top to snazz it up. It's hot. no denying this popped late in the afternoon uh without a doubt the the number one story right now is ellen uh, talking about retiring in 2020 from her talk show now did you guys read the new york times article mm-hmm. uh the profile I no i did oh lex what you, you read it on did you guys did. get a lot of info, Lex. Yeah, what, what did I miss? Very interesting oh, info. Portia's over it. <laughs> Portia, yeah, Lex, seriously. She's over, oh, she's over oh. the show? She is over her doing that talk show. Oh. Yeah, Dawn, what were, uh, ladies first, what were your, because I got to tell you, more than just the the OMG headline of LMA Retire, I thought the New York Times article was more fascinating to me. It was really a window into Ellen. What were your takeaways, Dawn? I think that... Um, my takeaway, especially from that portion of it, was that Portia it just wants to. She's saying that Portia is is wants her more at home, and that really, most importantly, that Ellen is very multi talented, and she's sort of wasting her energy on this talk show. She didn't say it in that way, but that's the way what I read out of it, and that you know to go do other projects, to do stand up, to do a, you know a, maybe a sitcom or you know other projects. She wants her to be able to grow, and right now she just seems to be at a point where it's like she's putting all of her energy into this talk show, and Porsche's over it. <laughs> she's over it. Yeah. yeah. Th- the headline, the headline, which I found very interesting, uh, the title of the New York Times profile, Ellen DeGeneres is not as nice as you think. Oh, yeah, that she's not really nice to her staff, but then I don't no, know. No, not, not not so much her staff, but meaning now the, the, the headline would make you think, you know, and we've talked about rumors that she's not as warm, but the, the, the headline has a has a multi-purpose. Mm. It speaks to what Portia said. It speaks to what Ellen kind of feels. And that is 
she feels boxed in mm-hmm. by her rep. She feels boxed in and limited, Lex. She limited by That's her nice. reputation on the talk show. She feels very, uh, very boxed in by the fact that she gave an example of. You know, she really can't do any other types of comedy. She can't Mm -hmm. ever be in a bad mood. She has to dance on cue like a like one of those monkeys with symbols, one of those, you know, toys. She and when I was reading that, it was it was is it was interesting because I thought, wow, because she gave an example and maybe it was Portia giving this example. Mm -hmm. But she said, you know, many, many times they'll be walking down the street and people will just scream at her dance. I want you to dance right now. And she's like, I am walking down the street. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want to dance right now. Oh. And that's okay. No, but hey, can you blame her though? I mean, no, Lex, point. I am 100%. I get it. Yeah. I, I'm on, I'm on team Ellen on this one. Yeah, for sure. You are, you are kind of a, a prisoner of your own creation. Mm-hmm. Because they um, take that and they just want to capitalize, uh, uh, capitalize on it. And she is very limited. It's just. With all the products out there and just the whole monster of it, it's become a monster. <laughs> it really has. Because well, they me, have enough money for Yeah. You know, yes. Lex, everyone. let me, if you would allow me, let me, sure. my talkers, let me read you. There's a, a, a just a couple passages here. This is from the New York Times profile of Ellen DeGeneres following the announcement that she'll may retire in 2020. At a transitional moment in her remarkable career, DeGeneres agreed to sit for a rare series of interviews over two days. As much as anyone possibly could, she has taken on Oprah Winfrey's mantle as the queen of inspirational daytime talk, providing an oasis of positivity and escapist comedy in a culture short on both. But with DeGeneres' status as a sunny stalwart come certain uh, burdens and uh, constrictions like the expectation to dance, which she finally stopped doing on her show two years ago after some agonizing over how her audience would react. In person, Ellen is more blunt, introspective, and interesting than she is on the show. Willing to, exp- this is the line that got me, and I read it, reread it about seven times. Uh, Ellen is willing to express mild irritation that might seem off key in front of a national audience. She's also much more likely to explore dark corners of her psyche, regrets, second thoughts, anxieties that linger. And DeGeneres is appealingly open about the tensions in her career between providing a cultural safe space and delivering laughs and says she has learned to care less about being liked. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't that resonate? Oh, that is so child. relatable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. It is, you know, I, when I, when I read that, I, I, you know, you, you, you look at that show and you, you think, oh, and it is fun. I'm sure it is fun for her, but you really, and especially for a comedian, you really are kind of boxed in by that image because if she was to do, you know, go and do a comedy routine and she does a joke that is maybe slightly on the border in this day and age, especially with social media, she would get taken apart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. So as an artist, I can understand why she feels constricted by her own show. Well, she has all the other fascinating. things going on, you know, the gorilla saving. She, they're building, remember, um, um, Portia's gift. So I'm sure she wants to put some energy into that. She just has a new stand-up routine that was just dropped on Netflix called Relatable. I'm sure yeah. she, she really loved doing that again and having the time to do that would be great and... 
Ooh, wow. Okay, yeah. so this is probably this may this may happen. I wonder if she's going to do kind of an Oprah thing where she has a maybe a network or she will help. You know, because Oprah has you know brought well she did Lindsay Lohan for a while, Doctor Phil, Rachel Ray, kind of under her wing to help them. Um, yeah, not, I mean, not that they needed help, but as part of her network, do you think she'll totally. do something like that, or is she just going to be? Ugh. I think she's going to go away from yeah television. Yeah. I think she's going to do a lot of comedy. I think I think we're going to yeah. see a different side of Ellen um, in whatever project, and I love that. Yes. I love I love seeing a, a more multi dimensional Ellen, and you know, a little more. I want to see. I want her to explore these these other areas of her personality. I don't want her to just dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's the expectation when you tune in at three o'clock. Mm, that's what you want. That's what so the audience. Boring for her. Yeah. She's After probably, sixteen yeah. years. Yes. Like, sure. How many more games can I play? Ugh. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, Lex. I know. I, I, I know. I think I know you well enough. When you were, when you went, mm, how uh, relatable. Mm-hmm. I and I think you know why it's relatable to me. I was thinking when I that's why I said I reread that line in that New York Times article several times because you you and I have talked about this. I have sometimes felt boxed in by the fact, you know, because I'm an advocate for anti-bullying, having this show every day, sometimes if I make even a snarky comment, you know where I'm going, Lex. Um even if I make a snarky comment, mm-hmm. I am called on the carpet immediately because oh you're bullying and that's why i if you ever wonder why i get so irritated with the overuse of that word that's one of the reasons because it's like you're you really do kind of get boxed in it's like you know i can i can do both it's not mutually exclusive i can advocate for being you know uh for for bullying awareness and still be snarky the two are not mutually exclusive exactly well and i think also too with with our show you know we're goofy we're funny we're yes we don't talk religion we don't talk politics and so sometimes i'll get you know off off air oh wow you actually think about this kind of stuff you talk you talk about this alexis like yeah i'm not i'm still a citizen of the world yes we we have fun and we're doing our thing and but but there's there's a lot more to us than than what we all share. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. On the, sh- on the show. Yes. Um, so in that in that sense, for sure, I, I can absolutely... You are, yes. That. I thought that that was the aspect because, you know, people, oh, she just crafts 24 hours a day. Oh, right. Well, well maybe, well, or, Dawn, or, maybe 12 <laughs> hours a day, Dawn. It's about 12. Yeah, and then napping for four. four yes. Yeah, right. Four, more craft. <laughs> Get that craft factory going. That's I mean, I'm right. Much more introspective than some you, people, yes, you, you are, know, and and but but hey, that is that's what we put out. This is like the box that we're in. Like you, yep. like she's mentioned, and at some point, you know, there there are other aspects, but you can express those in other ways. Yep. And luckily, she has other. She has the privilege to be able to do that 
whether it's uh, with Netflix or doing other shows. And it's really nice to see someone who's exploring that it, it publicly who has never done that before. Yep. I love it. You can read that. Uh, we're talking about Ellen DeGeneres. You can read that in the New York Times, 616. We're going to take a break. And my dear friends, we will be back after these words. It is 621. 721 Eastern. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything I think I might get mad at Alexis in this segment. Thanks oh, for being here, everybody. No. What? Mm-hmm. What happened? I just read a, I just read one of your slugs here. Hmm. No, I haven't even seen it. So I, you know, girl, you know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, you, I do. You know which one I'm talking about. Oh, I oh. tried. I gave it okay. a good try, guys. Okay, we're talking. Let's just get into it, Lex, if you don't mind. Sure, let's do uh, it. Um, Siri, let me turn off Siri. Siri heard me yelling <laughs> at Alexis. Like, Siri, Siri's mad. Yelling She's like, he yeah, she me. goes. Yeah, Siri goes, don't yell at Alexis. Um, <laughs> more hot dish for you. Hey, Lex. Hey, Jace. Um, have you watched the Netflix original movie, Dumpling, with, uh, Dumplin with Jennifer Aniston? I watched about 30 minutes and I couldn't take any more. What? 30 minutes? I had to turn it off, guys. It was so slow moving. Uh oh. oh, It just took forever to get to where I felt like it needed to be or where it got interesting. Now, the one thing I did love was hearing all the Dolly Parton music, you know, because I love her. So that part was good. But otherwise, I I couldn't couldn't take it. Um. And I wonder um, if other people have watched it and like it. And, and please tell us why we should continue watching it if we should. I read the um, premise and I thought, that sounds kind of depressing to me and I don't want to watch it. Colin yeah, loved it. it's a teenage underdog story. I don't need to see one of those. Okay, yeah. <laughs> There's a beauty pageant. She's a former Jennifer Aniston's character. She's a former beauty queen who's involved in the pageant scene in the town. And her daughter's not exactly... Doesn't look like her, doesn't act like her. So there's that tension right there. I feel like it's been done before many times. But anyway, what did Colin say? Loved it. What did and he then, say that he, what, what, in particular? Was he just. He thought it was charming. He thought it was sweet. He loved Jennifer. It was, he said it's one of his favorite Jennifer Rolls post friends. Oh, okay. Um, he loved the young lady. He loved Dolly's music. Um, and then my friend Bjorn, my little baby Bjorn here at Fox loved it. Um, yeah, you're really the only person that I've heard that didn't like it. Mm, Okay. Well, (laughs) it's just taken, it took a long time to get, (laughs) to get anywhere interesting. Um, well, is a half hour really fair? I mean, I'm just, is it really fair? She might not have been in a good mood. Sometimes Alexis isn't in a good mood. Shocking. That's just like all of us. Yes. Yeah. But um, I don't know, Lex, is a half hour really right, for a motion right. picture? Well, is I that did. a fair assessment? I just... No, I, I, I'm fully willing to admit that maybe I need to give it a little bit more time. That's why I'm kind of on the fence of being need, needing convincing to come back to it. Okay. But uh, it, the way that they're setting it up, it just feels we've been there, done that. There's so many stories that are very similar and and hopefully it takes a turn that uh, is more interesting. But okay. I felt very bored watching it. 
Okay. And, uh, yikes. <clears throat> now, there was one thing that I saw, and I also, you know, I watched uh, the Christmas Chronicles with Kurt Russell. Yeah. Oh, and, and that wasn't boring. That, no, that was high energy from the get-go. <laughs> okay. I was also watching that with my nephews and niece, who were very, very excited to show it to me. And, yeah. there's, you know, there's elves. It's, you know, it's a Christmas festive spirit. So I uh-huh. think that that's a little different, but uh, very different flavor of a movie. But um, I, I noticed that... Netflix is doing this new thing that's a little distracting, but I tried it and I like it. Have what you guys is been it? watching? Uh, there's oh, a little button yeah. as you're watching that will pop up at the bottom left that will say, "Watch that scene again." Yeah. So, like for instance, the Jailhouse it's like Rock replay. Yeah. Yeah. The, there's a Jailhouse Rock moment uh, where Kurt Russell as Santa, yeah, gets down while he's in in in, in jail, and you can watch it again. And I hit that, and it, it rewinds it perfectly. Oh no, I like that. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, maybe that. you should maybe you should do that with Dumplin. Yeah. I mean, maybe you should <laughs> use that. It's a feature on Dumplin, isn't it? Yeah, it's a feature on Dumplin too. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. We're gonna take a break, everybody. Dumplin is the movie we're talking about. We'll be back after this. I can't shut it down. It's going viral. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. Web. Topping Google Trends and Entertainment, Amy Adams, Emily Blunt, and Emma Stone each earned double SAG Award nominations. They came out yesterday. Adams received nominations for her performances in Sharp Objects and Vice. Blunt got nods for Mary Poppins' returns in A Quiet Place. Meanwhile, Emma Stone was nominated for The Favorite and Maniac. Also trending in a new interview with the New York Times, Ellen DeGeneres is considering leaving her daytime talk show, The Ellen DeGeneres Show, and we just spoke about that at the top of the hour. Uh, Also trending, airports engage in an elf-on-the-shelf-inspired Photoshop battle. Uh, Pretty funny on Twitter. It's alive and well this holiday season. They are battling with other airports by putting celebrities on top of their airplanes. And on Twitter, we have the hashtags It's the Love Shot and Thursday Motivation. Uh, Now, if you haven't downloaded our app, you could really win some great stuff. Log on on a mobile device and become eligible for prizes just for listening. Enter to win a $250 gift card to pay off your holiday shopping bills. Other December prizes include a Green Mill gift or Green Mill gift cards, Aveda gift sets, movie passes, and more. Get the app or go online and register with listener rewards at mytalk1071.com. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. 6.32, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1, Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McClain. Uh, we're getting some emails. Yes, <clears throat> we are. About Alexis uh, giving up on the movie Dumplin' on Netflix after a half hour. Got mail. Lex, what's what's one of the emails there? Okay, well, I want to thank Sonia, because I think she does come from a great point of view. She says, Alexis, I think you might not have liked it because it is not a typical Hollywood movie, despite Jennifer Aniston being in it. It's it's not uh, fast-paced, quick. It's slow. She says it's about Texas and the South, and... It features many new faces. And she also watched it with her 15-year-old. And she says that might have added to how much she liked it as well. So, hmm. yeah, it, it it's definitely slow. I will agree with that. Yeah, at least in the very, in the beginning of the first half hour. Chris. Um, oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, sweetie. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. Uh, Chris writes in about Dumplin'. OMG, if you didn't get to the part with the drag queens, you totally missed the best part of the whole movie. You will ugly cry. Yeah, I didn't I'm get to the drag queens. Yeah, I'm actually going to rewatch it with my teenage daughter this weekend. So Okay. Yeah. 
Also, uh, yeah, let's see. Kay Marie says that the book is better. She liked the movie, but the book got into the story quicker and deeper than the okay. movie. So, well, usually, yeah, it's usually the book's usually true. a little better. So, All right. well, I'm gonna give. I'll, I, <laughs> I, are you I gonna go a little deeper into are it? You? I just, yeah, yes, really? I will. I, actually, I will. I will. Now, I it, wanted to be a little convinced because I did feel like I gave up on it way early, but. It just was really slow moving. It's an. It's not a series. It's a movie. It's a movie. So it's just Based a movie. On the book. Yeah. Okay. Just, just a movie. movie. Yeah. I just get through that two hours or whatever. It's hard for <laughs> me it. though. I can yeah. relate because when I've been sitting down, I'm like, I can I watch a whole movie right now? The answer is no. It has to really captivate. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. been with Alexis, and, and she. The FBI warning comes on, and she's out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like, you got to get me right away. Yeah. She's, I, looked I have over no problem and, abandoning ship when it comes to movies, books. Mm-mm. Mm. Uh, TV shows. I looked over at Alexis. The FBI warning comes on. I look over. I go, girl, aren't you excited? <laughs> Hello. 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 She's sleeping. Oh, she's sleeping already. The, the FBI warning isn't even up, but okay. Well, that's it's fine. not midnight. You know, she's just not. sleep. Yeah, okay, yeah that's, that's true. Wake up, Lex, girl. Wake up. Wake up, girl. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited to tell you this. So I have an ab fab, girl. I have an ab fab. Hold on to your wigs and keys and granny panties because I have one. Mm. Not a granny panty. I have an ab fab. Absolutely fabulous. Um, I got a preview, and Lex, we keep saying this, but you know, I, I wanted to take you to Lat 14. I always want to, I always want you, and Dawn too. But I know Dawn just because you know, um, you're you're so dedicated to your um, healthy eating plan, yeah. That you, you're you're a little restrictive, so I don't like to tempt you, girl. Oh, so thanks. I'm not leaving you out. I'm just saying. It's okay. Um, I but Lex. I have yes, another Chase. place I want you to go with or without me. I know getting us to do maybe then. Oh, I know the next time you're here on the show. I don't know when you're booked again, but uh, the next time you're on the Jason show. Don't know. Don't know. Okay. Okay. Because she's very busy girl. It's like trying to get Martha Stewart sometimes. Okay. It's like she's <laughs> oh, very popular. She's very popular. <laughs> apple tree or black. Yeah. Apple. Or uh, yeah, I know. No, very busy. No, I'm saying. I'm, feather. Exactly. I do still have your um, your necklace full of vodka uh, hanging up in the backstage area. Thank yeah, you very much. That was a fun one. You know, a lot of people have made that, that and I so enjoy. Thank you for the pictures and the tweets because it's just so fun to see people actually trying doing your craft. Yeah, the things yeah. that we make. So that was a cool one. Okay, so anyway, my Abfab. Yes, okay, my Abfab is a new restaurant opening in Eden Prairie, girl. Whoa, Eden Prairie. Now, full disclosure, I know the dude that's behind it, and he's a good dude. Lex, you've met him. Um, Don, I don't know if you've met him at one of our um, uh, uh, gatherings, mm-hmm. but it is the new restaurant from world-renowned Indian um, food chef, Indian cuisine master, Raghavan Iyer. Oh, oh love, yes. I've I, met le- him. We yes, love and him. Lex, I know you love Raghavan. I mean, who doesn't love yeah. Raghavan? He's such... Sweetheart. Oh, he's such a little, I love him. He's just probably one of the sweetest men. But anyway. If you have any questions about curry, he's your guy. (laughs) He's your guy. Yeah. And potatoes. Remember his book, Lex? The the book, the recipe book of all about potatoes? Oh, yes. That's right. Yes. 
That is a good Christmas present, by the way. It is a fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> the place is called Pizza Karma. That is uh, my ab fab today. And it is in Eden Prairie by the Applebee's in that little shopping center right there. And it is a global pizzeria. And the pizza is made, this is what makes it special. The crusts are non. Oh, nice. Yum. And they are baked in a tandoor oven. Oh. On those like ancient, oh my. Go to my Facebook, I'm sorry, you two and my talkers, go to my Instagram right now and you will see, I, I did this for y'all. I'm in my stories, in my stories, click on it right now and you will see there's three beautiful. These are like the Cadillacs of the Tandoor ovens and look, the, they're Tandoor fry, uh, fired non-crust Ooh. with glow, with different flavors. I mean, on you, like the most unique flavors for a pizza on this delicious, beautiful Crispy on the outside and soft on the inside crust. And uh, it's just amazing. Yesterday, I had the shrimp curry pizza. Um, I went to a little preview. (sighs) (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) It's that good, huh? It Uh is. You're shivering. It is so. They they bake it on like a little pillow. Yeah, they (laughs) shape it on the pillow. They shape the naan on the pillow, and then they put it on the wall of the tandoor um, oven, and then they bake it to a golden brown, like just until the brown, uh, the the crust. Then they pull it out, they put your toppings on, and then they finish it in a traditional oven. So the crust is freshly made right freaking there, like right in front of you in this clay-lined tandoor oven. It is... To die for. It looks like and, thin boils. Huh? Who? I'm sorry. Excuse me. What? <laughs> the way that it cooks. Oh, I was like, what? Boils. Yeah. Oh, well, this because it's bubbly. The crust oh, yeah. kind of bubbles a little bit. <laughs> and uh, so Ragavan did the recipes, and it is oh, it's so delicious. And all, like they use, you know, pizza karma. It's all about good karma in there. So they use, uh, you know, all of their plates and pizza thing. Everything is compostable. Lex, I knew you would uh, love that. I do love that. Every single thing. The cups for soft drinks, the utensils you use, the plates that the pizzas come on, everything is compostable. Oh, well, what a great guy he is. Yeah. Well, that's that's my that's my Raghavan. <laughs> he is just, he's a good world citizen. The last time I was mm-hmm. at a party at your house, he was making something and he just kept pumping at it out like a factory. It was like individual little, I can't remember what it was, but it was absolutely delicious. And he had to just keep making fresh ones. Yeah. It's so good. Mm, like I don't remember what it was, about but it was that. delicious. Yeah, I don't remember what that was either. Oh, but gosh, what yeah. Was it? Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah, he's oh, he's so good. But anyway, it opens on Monday, everybody. Um, it's the grand opening. If you live in the Eden Prairie area, it's right by the Taco Bell, right there in that shopping <laughs> and center and the Applebee's <laughs> and uh, Pizza Karma is mm. my ab fab. Because you will find it at Fab. So Lex, yes. the next time, that's why I asked if you were yeah, you're on the show. Right, that's Eden Prairie, yeah. It's Eden Prairie. So the next time you're on the show, we's doing lunch. We're going to do a quick lunch. I'm taking you over there, and we're we're doing some Raghavan over there. Mm, so. That sounds awesome. Absolutely fabulous. 
Pizza Karma, everybody. You'll love it. 641, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back after the... Let's do a trip down memory lane. We got that clip ready, Lex? You know it. Let's do it next. Ah, Lex, done. Yes. If I drink smart water, will it make me smart? No. Okay. It ain't going to work. Okay. I tried it. I'm done. Just checking. Tried it. I'm just checking because I'm drinking it now and I'm just wondering if it's going to make me smart. Like when is this going to kick in? Yeah, when is this? <laughs> the hell is this going to kick in? Yeah, I'm going to be waiting a while. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. Billions and billions served just like McDonald's since 2008. Let me take a drink of the smart water, see if it helps. Hold on. Okay, I'm going to yeah. wait for this to kick in. Oh, yeah, it might take about 40 years. Okay, thanks, Lex. 40 <laughs> 40, years. wow, Lex. That's, that's loving, isn't it? <laughs> She's aiming. She has high expectations for me, Dawn. Give it about 40 years, Jace. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, coming up in about a week, a little more than a week, a week and a day or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a week and a day. It will be the 10th anniversary of uh, Jason and Alexis here on my talk. Oh, we went on the air on December 22nd, 2008 at 11 a.m. Uh, for our two-hour show. Our show was originally two hours, and then it expanded uh, to three hours. Now, we had several time slots over the years, 11 to 1, mm-hmm. uh, then uh, 12 to 3, right, Lex? Right. Yeah, then we... then. Uh, Bradley and Colleen then took that over, and then we were uh, promoted over to the morning show after uh, Ian and Marjorie left. Um, Marjorie, this is a little-known fact, just like Alexis and Marjorie taught her, uh, Marjorie was stealing office supplies, and uh, that's why we had to let her go. So um, Marjorie doesn't like me to talk about that, but that's stapler. She's a moment for me. Yeah, because yeah. Lex was stealing uh, staples too, and then she saw Marjorie get busted, and then well, just then she changed her ways. Some yeah, water. this is magic water, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden. So, uh, but anyway, so we went on the air, and uh, it was the worst day of B. Arthur's life, and uh, we've been here ever. <laughs> <laughs> we've been here ever since. So, um, we, we've been looking back. Lex has been great uh, pulling some classic clips. Uh, she's the uh, gatekeeper of our archives. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. trying to find them. Woofty. Yeah, we don't. We don't really have archives. The, the, <laughs> there's they just don't so much. That much. Yeah, yeah, there's just. Three hours thank you, Don. Thanks, Don. There's just so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Right, Lex. <laughs> yeah. There's so much quality material. <laughs> they can't so keep it all. Well, ex- there's just a lot of material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just kidding. Lots of stuff. Uh-oh. I'm with you, Don. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Lexalu, let's yes. take a trip down memory lane. What are the my talkers going to hear today? Okay, so this. So let's go back to October of 2013. Uh, it's it's what we're about to play is on a Monday, but what we're referring to happened on a Friday. And remember this well because after the show and all throughout the weekend, I received bunches of tweets uh, that <laughs> were pretty funny. Uh, we had Joe Jonas on the show, and mm. he was telling us, I don't know, were they touring? I can't remember. They were uh, there was a book doing I'm not something, sure. he was promoting something, and it was a typical you know radio junket where he's in a room. With his his agent, and they're just calling all over the country, world, yeah. doing seven minute or less interviews. And when he was on with us, he seemed less uh, interested, um, involved, uh, excited about life. Yeah, right. okay. He wanted Living, to be everywhere, but with us, yeah. 
Oh. And he was on the treadmill at the same time. So uh, I don't have the actual God, interview. So horrible. But I do have some of our conversation afterward. And a listener called in to chime in as well. We got some pretty interesting tweets. Thanks to you, Jace. <laughs> because you guys opened up about how the interview sucked on the air. Is Basically. that right? We were very honest about it. Yes. Yeah, you got to be honest, especially when they're off the phone in a passive aggressive manner. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. You don't want to embarrass well, them or make them feel bad. I, you know, I did. I, there was a part of this clip that I did clip out, and I and I mentioned that I wish that we had said like, "Hey, are you distracted?" or "Is there anything?" And you guys were both like, "No." Marley was our producer at the time, and you guys were both like, "No, we should never have said that. We shouldn't say that." But, um, but yes, basically, Maybe. you're right. We talked about him afterward, just how kind of awkward it felt on our end, um, and uh, so that's a little little bit of what's going on right before this and um we can also talk more about some of the other tweets because this is a a separate one that i forgot about that you had sent out (laughs) that really triggered a whole bunch of (laughs) tweets through friday and through the weekend (laughs) so let's start there we're talking about this twitter hate mail we received from jonas brothers fans after we dared to criticize our interview with joe jonas on friday and this one girl uh this one like 17 year old girl from florida tweeted me. She said, you and Alexis are the worst interviewers in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I replied back, and you're proof that I should weep for the future. <laughs> oh. oh, I had fun. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Uh, we're, we're hearing from you. We're hearing from you on Twitter. Krista writes in. Uh, she writes, I thought working retail made me lose faith in humanity, but so have all the tweets teens have been sending you. Hashtag Jonas Hell on Earth. I, when I posted this breakdown of it, there was a few people that said, oh, girl, I listened to it live, and it was painful. And, and here's the deal. The, the fact of the matter is, and we talk about this the day after uh, any award show, some celebrities... Mm-hmm are just awkward being themselves. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, darling. Did you hear this interview on Friday? I did. He was so bored. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Yes! He was, he was bored, is what it was. He was, that was. I think that was part of his job, to have to do this. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we were one of maybe 20, because that's how these things work. Yep. So that was one of the tweets, weeping for humanity, because that was just, uh, that's not even the cream of the crop yeah. right there. No. And Lex was, was I, I I started tweeting back these teenagers, mm. and I'm sitting, I'm sitting at a happy hour, uh-huh. and I'm sitting at happy hour, and my phone starts to, like, explode. Now, mm. this is post-interview, and someone from Australia, remember this, Lex? <laughs> yes. Some Jonas Brothers fan in Australia, Dawn, <laughs> yeah. got a hold of our interview <laughs> some way. And she was the one that posted it. Oh, hell. Uh-huh. Oh, On no. YouTube. She's got her own podcast, apparently, before podcasts. Yeah. And so she posted it to the internet to all of these Jonas Brothers fan sites. Yeah. Because that's how we were attacked worldwide. So so people were listening to the clip of our interview. And then at about 5 o'clock, I'm sitting at happy hour. And my phone, this was before I learned how to turn notifications off. My phone just started exploding. And, oh. I, and I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, like what is going on? 
And then I started seeing all these death threats from teenagers and oh. from these, you know, 11 year olds telling me that I, I should die. And oh, like I said, castrated. I, yeah, Ooh. one wanted to cut off my testicles Send and uh, to North Korea. Korea, to a prison camp in North Korea. Um, and, we, yeah. we, <laughs> and you were tweeting back, Jace. I mean, talk about poking the bear. There was one, what was, it was, yeah, one, you know, you guys are horrible interviewers. I, I can't believe that you would even say any of those things about Joe Jonas. And then, um, you know, let us know when your national show drops. And you said, will you let me know when your voice drops? <laughs> you let me know when your balls drop. <laughs> you, you let me know when you start growing hair in places other than your head. <laughs> Oh my god! I was Lex was like, so Jason, funny. stop it! Because she like, what are you doing? I we were we were not in the same place, obviously, and I kept replying, and oh. Lex kept getting the replies because she was on them. Yeah. So Lex called me about an hour later. She's like, "Girl, stop! These kids are going to attack us!" And she goes, "Just let it go." And I had a few cocktails in me, so I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, girl, I am fighting back. I'm fighting these teenagers." Oh my god! Oh, and they were multiplying like cockroaches and oh. Lex goes exactly every time you reply it brings more attention and oh it was fantastic that was one time where it, it, I did really kind of enjoy part of what was going on because yeah. it was so oh. funny oh because they were like legit oh. mad at us they just thought we were demons from another dimension for, yeah. for daring to question Joe Jonas's excitement or lack thereof. Yeah. 6.55 when we come back, everybody. The fourth day of Christmas and our 12 days of My Talk hosts. Donna Valentine when we come back. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.